Hi, welcome to Khalij Times. My name is Anjana Shankar and today I have with me a very special guest, the Prime Minister of Lithuania, Ingrita Shimonita, to talk about her country's participation at Expo 2020. Welcome, Your Excellency. Thank you. Um, see, we are still in the midst of a pandemic and Dubai has managed to pull off the World Fair where 190 plus countries are participating. What are your first impressions when you walked into Expo? Well, it's amazing, <laughs> you know, the, the, the first impression I think that you get is just the, you, you are stunned when you see uh, uh, how magnificent it looks like. But when you think about it, when it's the second and third impression, when you think about it that from what I know, uh, five or six years ago, that was a desert here, then it's, you know, it, 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 you become even more stunned because you, uh, the, the amount of... Uh, of infrastructure that has been built for this event and uh, and the creativity of those who, who, who are participating and, and the management that should have been responsible for, for, for making this happen. I think it's uh, the, the highest standard you can, you can imagine. Okay, fantastic. And uh, Lithuania has a pavilion here uh, yeah. at the Expo, like you know, all the other countries. And this is not the first time Lithuania is participating in a World Fair. How significant do you think is Lithuania's participation in this one? Especially this is the first one you know, ever to be held in the Middle East or in, in an Arab country. Sometimes there is this debate about expos, whether there is a value in it uh, still after hundreds yeah. of, of, of times of uh, years of world fairs. But uh, I think that, you know, it seems like with the Olympics, uh, you are supposed to be where everybody is. And if everybody is somewhere, then you are supposed to be there. It's, it's always better than not to be. Uh, this is a sort of practical thing. But, but if, you, if, if you think about contents more, uh, it depends on, on, on you yourself, whether you just make a pavilion, exhibit the things that you have and then go home, or you use this opportunity to, uh, to exchange contacts, to exchange uh, your experiences to make new partnerships and, and, and new potential for, for cooperation. So I would say that this time uh, we are very much determined on the second path. So this is not that we you know, present a nice pavilion, uh, make pictures and go home. And then you can also use the opportunity to, um, to strengthen the bilateral ties to the country where the exhibition is, uh, is taking place, in this, this case United Arab Emirates. And I think for us, uh, there is quite a, 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 good, a good potential to, to do this because there are areas where we can, uh, we can strengthen the partnerships between our businesses and, and also our societies. Okay, great. Uh, Expo 2020 is unique in many ways, but you know, one that makes it very unique is, I think this is the first World Expo which has a pavilion which is exclusively dedicated to women and to amplify their voices. Uh, I don't know whether you got a chance to visit uh, the pavilion, but how do you think, uh, you know, the the voices of women can be amplified in a world platform like this? And how, how can we push the agenda of women empowerment through a world fair? What well, would be uh, I just passed the pavilion and had no chance to, to, to pop in, but 
but I think this is amazing. And for me, it is very important personally because what I try to do when when my government has been formed, I try to have it gender balanced because I I'm a second prime minister, female prime minister in 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 our history. First one 30 years ago, and then we had 30 years of men prime minister, and and now it's just the second. So. Uh, Although one would say that we had a president, a female president, and, and, and we have quite many prominent, prominent female leaders, but I would say there is still a problem for, uh, for uh, women to fully uh, use their, their potential. And in some cases it might be cultural or traditional, but in some cases it is purely practical. Because uh, this coordination of your family life and your business and your career uh, is not easy. It's not easy in any country. And I think what 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 countries should do and what they they should strive for is that acknowledge this and try to sort out this problem as, to the extent possible. One thing that we absolutely need to uh, to say to kids that there is nothing impossible for any one of them. I mean, there is nothing that is purely male or purely female, because it depends on how much you want to do something, and if you want to be a pilot, or if you want to be a, I don't know, <laughs> uh, um, 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 an astronaut, <laughs> you can be. Uh, and, uh, and, and we should encourage this, this curiosity and, 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 and this idea that uh, that girls are as good as boys. <laughs> Fantastic. Coming from you, you know, it's quite inspirational. You know, I was reading that in Lithuania, it's a very uh, male-dominated politics, like it is in many other countries. How difficult was it, your journey to climb the, you know, to the top job in your country? Well, as a woman, Your Excellency. Well, I think that uh, I was lucky to, to have uh, uh, understanding parents. And what my parents did, they, they said that if you want to try something, try it. And it, it, it was not like, you know, I've been forbidden or somehow uh, uh, directed towards what I did not want. Um, so uh, so that, that's how I uh, learned that if I can do it, I will try. I, I, at least I will try. And I think this is something that, that pushes, uh, push, pushes you forward. Of course, uh, one, pr one problem that is uh, present, and I think it's present also in other countries, that society in general is much more critical towards uh, women than men, and even women are more critical towards women than men. And this is, this is a little bit ironic. What, what I uh, say to myself, this is, this is my job, this is not my sex, this is, this is my job. And it's irrelevant, it should be irrelevant, whether I'm male or female, I'm either go doing good job or not. But it does not depend on, 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 on my sex. Okay, fantastic. Uh, I, I have one last question before we uh, sum up. UAE is uh, at the top of uh, the gender equality index. We have 50% of women in our parliament. Some of the top ministers are women. We are training a women astronaut. But still, there are a lot of uh, stereotypes or misconceptions about women in the Arab world, women in the GCC. How do you think Expo could dispel all that and show the real picture to the, to the rest of the world? Well, I think people coming here and seeing uh, uh, is, is the best way to, to get 
uh, rid of those stereotypes. Because when you come and see so many prominent women in um, in in politics, in government, and uh, and and you see how much of the responsibility actually lies uh, within their hands and how good they cope with it, um, I must say um, I, I I'm. I, I admire the, the strength of, of your women and, and uh, the miracles that they, that they do in this country. Okay.